Everybody, we are Grand Fork's best source, and I don't think I need to say much more, but it's Dirty Thursday. Oh, yeah. Heather McDonald will be co-hosting the show today whenever she gets here, and uh, thanks to Heather. Uh, Chad Hoff, I tell you what, uh, the dude is ailing. Keep him... uh, Keep good thoughts for him, all right? He's got a bad, bad back, and uh, he's not going to be here today. But uh, we got a couple of, uh, let's see, Western Renegade and Wingless Sprint guys here today. Steve Nordrum and Corey Palm in the studio. This is going to be fun, man. Show brought to you by Northwest Tire and Grand Forks. And uh, like Chad usually says, they're always looking to hire, all right? Uh, if you're not afraid to show up for work on time and work hard, it might be a great job for you. No prior work experience is necessary. Northwest Tire will train the right people, too. Uh, they got a great benefit package, uh, PTO, health insurance, 401k, all that stuff. Pay will depend on experience. Stop in to Northwest Tire on Gateway Drive. Tell you what, nice brand new place uh, if you want to find out more. Or call Chad at 701-780-8473 or a Apply online at nwtire.com. Uh, also want to mention uh, the Buzz Run Vintage Snowmobile Show going on this weekend. Uh, we'll be down there at the Beehive and Reynolds, brought to you by the Beehive and Valley Drift Riders. Uh, Grant Fork's Best Source, we're going to be broadcasting live. Registration starts at 9, judging at 11. Uh, they're going to ride to Brewskis and Thompson and back, awards and prizes, all that kind of stuff. Um, get a hold of us if you want to find out more. But, man, this is going to be a great time. Uh, the Buzz Run coming up uh, this weekend. Saturday in Reynolds. Hey, Heather made it. All right. How about that? We'll give him a round of applause again. All right. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to call or text our phone number, 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. Uh, before we uh, do our joke, my neighbor tells me um, our thoughts and prayers going out to uh, Ashton Torgerson. I don't know if you guys saw that yesterday, uh, last night at the Chili Bowl, uh, was ejected out of his midget car. Uh, if you could see the crash, because they're not really showing it, um, pretty gnarly. Uh, apparently, he is awake and alert. It sounds like he is passing all his tests. Uh, doesn't sound like anything bad, but um, wow, I tell you what. Uh, also, congratulations to Rico Abreu. Had a hell of a night again last night. Tied some record, I think, for heat wins or something. Uh, anyway, here we go. Our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here you guys see what you think of this one. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. You know, cowboys in the Old West... They used to hang lanterns on their saddles at night to help them find their way home. Cowboys did this. They used to hang lanterns on their saddles at night to help them find their way home. Now, this was an early form of satellite navigation. (laughs) I thought that was good stuff. Heather, how are you? I'm great. (laughs) Satellite navigation. (laughs) Thanks for making it, by the way. You're welcome. I almost got a speeding Short. ticket. Did you? Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, I texted you at, I don't know what time it was. 8.30? And you're always up early. I know. Because you are always got your girls skating. And yeah. we know figure skaters, because of hockey, they can't get on the ice, and you know, unless it's 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. or whatever. And you never replied to me. And I thought, well, maybe they're on vacation or something. And then it's like... Oh, crap. I just got up. I didn't have my... I'm like, what the... Huh? I know. Yeah. Well, they're at their dad's this week, so... Well, that's nice. So you get to sleep in. Yeah. Yeah? Left the old man at home, too? Yeah, he's still in bed. (laughs) He's the only smart one of all of us. (laughs) He's comfortable while watching. There you go. There you go. And uh, we're going to go around the the, uh, side here. Go around. Let's see who everybody here... Uh, Steve Nordrum, uh, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, you drove here from Devil's Lake. Not too bad, not too bad. I was going to tell you about that. Maybe you could have rode together. Uh, also, <laughs> we, uh, we, we, you, 
we could have planned that, coordinated this yesterday. Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't know I was not going to have a co-host. Yeah. Uh, Chad actually just got out of the hospital. So, what? Yeah, he blew his back out again. He's going to have to have another surgery. Oh, so he's got to have another addictomy. He. There you go. Yeah, the first one didn't take. <laughs> Nolan quite says. Sick. Yeah, Nolan says he's up. By the way. Well, I know, because I told him, I was like, hey, John needs me to co-host today. <laughs> I'm glad you made it. Yeah. Uh, Corey Palm, you talk about driving a long way. You drove all the way from Bismarck. That's right. Thank you very much for coming in. We sure appreciate it. How was the drive? Not bad. Actually, it was uh, ran into snow after Valley City. Yeah. And then it didn't start getting slick until about Thompson. So it's Thursday today, and you've been up here three times already this week from Bismarck. Yep. What the hell? <laughs> I like putting miles on my pickup. Oh, guess, I'm making tons of money doing that, right? <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> uh, by the way, happy uh, New Year's, everybody. Uh, I hope you all had a great New Year's. Uh, also, um, I've got a pair of tickets uh, for the River Cinema 15. All right, River Cinema 15. Got a thing here. It'll admit two people. If you want in on these, if you want these two tickets, all you got to do is be the first one to text me, 701-213-0863. Say, I want those tickets, John. I will put a sticky note on them, and they will be here for you. And if you have won before with us, uh, don't bother. All right. All right. All right, let's talk about racing. First off, I want to go to you, and I want to find out how long you've been racing, um, uh, your family, you're married, if you've got kids, what you do, all that stuff. Sure. Um, married with two kids, a boy and a girl. Um, kind of started uh, more or less wrenching on a sprint car pretty early on. Early Who'd you wrench for? T. Young. Okay, okay. In early 90s. Uh-huh. Um, we did that for... Quite a few years. Um, then when Devil's Lake opened, the, the uh, company I worked for, they wanted to build a car. So we, we had the agreement that four of us wanted to drive, so we'd switch off every... Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't last That long. usually doesn't work very well. Um, by mid-season, we had two cars. And then the uh, following year, we, we had four cars. Wow. And uh, around a couple of years. That was in a pure stock or a bomber back then. Sure, sure. Um, and then about '03, uh, started racing super stocks, and did that for five, six years. Took a few years off, um, did the family thing, and then in about '16, we bought a B mod and uh, ran that for a couple of years. Um, once I found out Miles had this uh, kind of operation in the mm-hmm, works, mm-hmm. kind of flipped what I wanted to do. Um, we sold all of our B-Mod stuff yep. and found a, found a sprint car, and here we are. Now, when it comes to – I just want one, one answer here. When it comes to um, the B-Mod compared to a wingless sprint, money-wise, what, what's the difference? Is there a big difference? To be competitive, there's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, we can put one of these cars together for roughly what a, a decent B-Mod engine is. Okay. These cars are race ready at that yeah. dollar value. So uh, to be competitive, if you're going to run a B mod and you want to win, it's going to cost you more than it would to run a wingless sprint or the other way no, around. No, uh, a wingless sprint turnkey race ready. Uh, you're you're going to be about what an engine costs for a B mod. Yeah, for a right. Good one. So it's a lot. Yeah, these easier cars are, on the pocketbook. These cars are, I would say, on average eight thousand dollars race ready. Wow. Yeah, because I remember when they first announced these were coming out, it's like, wow, there's going to be a lot of people jumping in on this. Man, that is awesome. Corey, same with you. 
family, married, kids. What do you do? How long have you been racing? All that fun stuff. Married, four girls. Four uh, girls. Four girls. They okay. all, and everybody participates with our racing program. Um, I've only been racing three years. Yeah, yeah. You. This is your first go at it. You never did race before I never that. did race before. First thing I jumped in, I, I, I drove a street stock for the mechanics race. Mm-hmm. Up in Devil's Lake the first time, and after that, my brother convinced me, "Hey, let's go, let's go buy some sprint cars." And here we are. <laughs> your, your brother lasted like what a year in street socks before yep. before, before the wing whisk came out. Yeah, so we we both made the the jump right. I made the jump into it right away, and he made the jump after a year being in it. Wow! Um, and by the way, whenever you want to talk, you just talk. <laughs> all right, don't don't wait for me to say, "Hey, what do you think about that?" Um, what do you think about this thing then? Uh, and who are you wrenching for? And and how did all of this? I mean, so next I've, thing you know, you're racing. I, I've been involved with racing since high school. I sure, mean, we used to go to the Red River Valley Speedway, um, help guys like Terry Dale, mm-hmm. Brett Nesset, things like that. Um, and when I moved back out to Bismarck, I actually got connected up with an old friend, Adam Goff, who races street stocks, mm-hmm. and. Uh, was wrenching for him out there, and then when I decided to go to the to the sprint car, um, I kind of left him high and dry. Um, he's to this day now one of my best sponsors, but um, at Dynamic Auto, and they, I, I don't know, it's it, it's different, it's fun, it's it's nothing like it's it's a whole other family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, now, when you guys haul things around, this is one thing I like about these wingless sprints. Um, I, because when you look at the, the NOSA guys and, and, and some of the equipment they've got, their haulers and things like that, you don't need all that. I mean, I remember back in the day, um, guys running open trailers with regular sprint cars. But um, do you have the big haulers? Do you, can you just throw them on an open trailer? Or, or how do you do that? Um, there's a few guys that do open trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an enclosed trailer. We used to pick up the first year. Um, I actually built a toter home last winter. Okay. Or we used it last year. Um, more so just for when we're on the road, we don't have to find hotels. Sure, um, sure. The kids can relax in the back on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, have fun. Yeah. How about you? First year, I had an open trailer, um, and everything was right there. Now I have uh, a 34-foot RV with a 26-foot enclosed trailer yeah and between you know you talk about parts and things like that between myself my brother steve um we could pretty much put together a sprint car other than a chassis really yeah i mean we've got everything Mm -hmm. all right on and you need that though you do i i will say um compared to the bot and the late model we go with way less stuff yeah with the wing oh i'm sure yeah yeah if we're if we're going wingless racing it's just drag out the uh open trailer Throw everything in the boxes, pick up, and go. Yeah, it's it, it's convenient, but it's not convenient because then we have to unload the pickup. But oh, sure, old man, gonna run this year? I don't know. <laughs> we'll wait for Nolan and see if he replies or not. Hey, and again, don't forget, folks, be the first one to text me seven zero one two one three zero eight six three. Tell me you want a pair of tickets uh, to River Cinema fifteen. We've got them for you here. All right, uh, boy, I tell you what. It, when you guys first started this thing, um, I remember when it first started, I wouldn't doubt it if maybe you were one of the people that told me about it, or maybe it was when I was up at Devil's Lake doing a race. Um, I thought this was a great idea. Uh, I, I, it, it's affordable racing. 
Uh, every time they come up with a new class and say, well, this is going to be an affordable race class within two or three years, it never is. I mean, it's ridiculous. Street style, everything. It, it, it's off the roof. Um, but this is. And now we're a few years deep into it. And you guys are on a, a Devil's Lake, uh, McLean County and Underwood, Minot, Williston, Grand Forks, Glendon. Um, are there any other tracks you guys want to hit that's on your bucket list that you'd really like to go to? Um, I think for me locally, Jamestown would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I know Miles has been working with them in the past. I don't know the exact situation on this coming year. Um, other than that, um, McLean County is is a great place. Yeah, we, we have, I think we all have a lot of fun there every week. Yeah, that we're there. Um, yeah. Otherwise, we hit the majority of the tracks in North Dakota. So, so uh, now you guys are pretty much staples at devil's lake you guys are there all the time and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you this right now when i first started announcing any of you wingless sprint guys i have a hell of a time because you don't have that big number on a wing you got that little number on the on the gas tail deal you know and and it's hard to see but devil's lake is that pretty much your home track would you consider that uh underwood's mine okay i would consider underwood mine okay or mclean oh sure you're way out there but um I mean, you guys race at Devil's Lake probably more than any other track, don't you? Yeah, that's by far we have the most shows in Devil's Lake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you guys have been to River Cities a few times. Your thoughts there? I like River Cities. Um, first ever podium finish was at River Cities. Oh, okay. So, in fact, that's one of the, I think, one of the pictures that we've got here where they're teching my car. That was that was that night. I was. You've pretty... had some good nights at River Cities, and you've had some bad nights at River Cities. Combination of both. Not quite as bad as my brother. No. Um, but, no. I, I mean, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's, either, it's a love-hate relationship here. Sure. It's really, really fast. I love that. It's also very, very scary. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I know a few yeah. guys that say the same thing about this track. It, you know, it, no one had his big wreck in McLean County. Mm. And uh, I thought for sure he was dead. I did. I thought for sure he was dead. But one thing about the wingless family is they really, like, come together. They support you when you're down and out. They're right there by your side, like, comforting you. Like, when Nolan had his big wreck, Stacy Palm was right there, mm-hmm. right beside me. Um, Brandon Beater was announcing that night. He came down, or he was, I don't know if he was announcing or what he was doing, but he had an official radio, and he climbed down, climbed down out of the tower. And you have to like climb a ladder to get into the mm-hmm. scoring tower at McLean County. He came down, and he was standing right next to me with that official radio. Wow! So, like, we heard everything that was. I heard everything that was going on. I was like, okay, he's alive. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the main thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I will say, out of all the classes that I work with as a promoter and as a um, score as a as a other half of a racer by far the wingless sprints the renegades are the most supportive they're so family orientated they're so friendly there's no animosity among anyone and and it's really that culture has really started to diverse itself into the other classes in racing and it's it's really been a breath of fresh air from a promoter standpoint you know, and maybe Steve, you could probably you've been in multiple different classes. Would you say that that's probably one thing that's been really attractive for you? 
Um, <clears throat> for, for us, if it wasn't the family aspect, we probably wouldn't be doing it, honestly. Right. Um, it's, to me, it's such a 180 from what I experienced in a lot of the classes that I've previously right. been. Um, right. <clears throat> I talk to Corey probably weekly, you know, and mm-hmm. we're four hours away from each other. All winter long. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've got to be such good friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody looks forward to seeing everybody every week, you know. I uh, just got a text. Um, somebody is in Bunk Clay Place, New Mexico, on their way down to go racing. Uh, anyway, um, you talked about your brother. It, it, you said not as bad as my brother. Um, you got a story to tell about him? Because all I know, and this might not have anything to do with it, but I know the one time... Well, in fact, I think both times there has been a pretty scary wreck at River Cities, and both times I happened to be gone. So I didn't get to see them or anything, but is, was that one of them or not? So the, yes, one of them, I mean, he's probably got the worst, well, um, we've had some pretty bad wrecks in, at, at River Cities, but he was the one, what was that, two years ago, that uh, right in front of the grandstands, mm-hmm. right into the wall. Um, same, same night that Joel Larson ended up going to the hospital with a broken neck. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Actually, my brother's car was the worst out of all of them. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was nothing left of it. Um, and, and Joel's was hardly yeah. bent up. And, that, but, and that's something how that works. Yep. Walked out, walked away from it. And, uh, you know, now he's, I mean, I think he likes it now cause he's got a new car, but, <laughs> but yeah, he's, <laughs> we, we've had some rough luck. Yeah. You know, and, and when you look at these wrecks, um, I have seen a whole lot of really bad wrecks uh, where guys got out of the car. It was no big deal. Um, you, you go back, uh, if we want to talk about an app car, Dale Earnhardt's wreck. It was my favorite driver. Looked like nothing. It was nothing. Killed him. Uh, Mark Dobmeyer, when he broke his back, looked like nothing. You know, it, it was just a, it just, the ground, you know, that quick stop is what gets you. But I have seen such horrible wrecks, and these people crawl out of the car, they run back, and it's like not nothing happened, you know? My my first wreck was actually at McLean County, too, and uh, coming out of corner one, and I had a, a spindle that failed. Oh, boy. And I went tumbling. And uh, I just, I remember laying upside down and watching Mike Tomlinson come up and be like, hey, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. This is This wasn't so bad, you know? Um, I'm all strapped in, and it's amazing what these cars can take. Mm-hmm. Um, Brenton, last year up in McLean County, when he went flying, um, that car broke in every spot that it was supposed to. That's what and, they're supposed to do. And that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, when you see a car just disintegrate, if you're rolling, tumbling, end over end, it's doing what it is supposed to do. Um, it, it, that's funny because uh, I, I don't mean to keep picking on Mark Dobmeyer, but I remember he wrecked one really bad one time, and I was the track side guy then. I was one of the first ones to get there, and I, and I grabbed him, and I said, are you okay? And he said, yeah. And he kind of took off, and I grabbed him again, and I turned him around. I said, are you sure you're okay? And he's like, yeah. And he turned around, and well, here, I called him the next day, had no clue that I even talked to him. I said, what was your hurry? Why did you run away? Well, I didn't want to have to go in the ambulance, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing to, the thing to remember about a, a, a wing sprint car is they have that wing. It gives it a little cushion. It gives them a lot of cushion. We do not have that. Right. No. And, and that's going to be my next question. Uh, of course, the, the difference between you wingless guys, you, you uh, renegade guys, and the NOSA guys, we know there's a wing. We know that's a difference. But there's way more of a difference than that. 
what are they all? Um, <clears throat> Car-wise, they're, they're fairly similar. Setup is a little, little mm-hmm. different. Um, engine is the, the big thing. And, and what do you guys run? Um, I would say two-thirds of our class runs the 5.3 LS, mm-hmm. um, two-barrel carburetor on alcohol. Um, we also have a B-Mod option, uh, same, same as a B-Mod engine um, on alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then we run a 602 crate option, too. So are you guys, can you use any aluminum? Can you use any composite? I mean, what are your wheels? Things like that. Wheel-wise, it's, it's the same. Mm-hmm. Um, just a standard. Uh, they tried to do some limiting on titanium. Um, they kind of, from my understanding, shied away a little bit and added weight to the car mm-hmm. as a minimum weight uh, in place of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I mean, we... Um, Lot of lot of used parts. The Nosa guys have been really good for a lot of our drivers. Yeah. Do you guys um, use used tires? We do. Uh, it's required. Mm-hmm. Required used tires. Um, we can we can have brand new tires, but we have to start the night with them, and you have to you can't take them off. Unless, okay. Unless you got. You got a I was going to say, do they consider used tires? What if you got a brand new set of tires on and you go out and hot lap them? Are they considered used tires then? And then you have to run those the rest of the night. Yep, you have to run. Okay. Okay. Or or put on a another set of used you can't okay you can't bolt on a brand new tire before a feature uh-huh now i would think with the nosa guys like you said they've been pretty good for parts but um are tires easy to find for you guys or they are they just as hard be. as trying to buy new ones they used to be really easy now it's getting a little tougher because everybody's holding on to them i would imagine because yeah. you just can't go buy them anymore right i mean yeah and well hoosier raised the price on them too so oh, gee go figure no way yeah i mean <laughs> We run a different left rear than a standard wing car does. We run a little bigger left rear. So, okay. So the left rears wasn't really part of the equation as far as finding them used. They're a little little tough to find. I bet. I bet. Uh, right rears, we can run the medium, or we added the H15 option just because of the shortage. Sure, sure. Um, we, that's kind of the beauty of the series is uh, we're not sanctioned really under, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. under any. So it's, it's kind of like uh, we, we decided on the tire rule on a driver's meeting one night. That uh, we'd expanded the H15, we brought it up to Miles, and he says, I'll bring it up to the driver's meeting. Uh, we talked it over and kind of just decided right there, then and there, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, by the way, Shwani, uh, Kim DeYoung, where are you? You can tell the difference in winged and non-winged. We know that, okay? I'm just trying to get this out there for everybody else. Um, when it comes, I don't know if you guys have ever got to hot lap or, or run a winged car. Um, there's got to be quite a difference, I would think, because... People don't realize, you know, we talk about the wing. It takes off a lot of inertia and, and impact energy and all that kind of stuff. But it, does it keep you glued down to the racetrack as much as they say it does? Because, let's, you know, there's times we watch them and you can see the vapor trail coming off the wing. So, you know, they're, they're hauling. But the way they just slam those things into the corner, a little different than you guys. But do they really keep them glued to the track that much compared to not having a wing? I'll, I'll use an example. So, I... I I put a wing on and and raced in the Governor's Cup out in Mandan this year, mm-hmm. and uh, I never lifted once, um, and that's the big difference. I mean, like we in in the wingless car, we've it's pretty much like an eggshell underneath your throttle to mm-hmm. try to keep that car under control. Oh, I bet. Whereas when I put that wing on, it was I flat-footed it, and here we go, and, and it just stuck. I bet you that you had a grin. <laughs> I, I did, I did. In fact, I, I asked Croker, I'm like, because Croker started behind me, um, 
And I didn't, I, I was like, well, you want me just to go to the back? Cause I'm going to be slower. I don't mm-hmm. have a big motor like you. He's like, no, just hold your line and, and we'll, yep. I'll, go, I'll go right by you. Yeah. It, it took about two tenths of a second. He was gone. <laughs> <laughs> What was it like running with those guys? I mean, did they treat you okay? Oh, like, absolutely. Hey, you know, we, we know this guy's new coming into our gig here, but um, it, we talk a lot about how racing, it, you know, it doesn't matter what class you're in, but it's all kind of a family deal. Uh, they treat you the same way when it comes to that? I would say so. I mean, everything that I've gotten to do with those guys, whether it be in Grand Forks or Mandan or wherever they're at, um, you know, I get, I get tires from Jordan Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's got or when he's used them up so i get used tires from him uh croker for example he let me borrow his wing his front wing last year for oh. so i could race in mandan because mine wasn't working okay you know, i mean they're they're more than willing to help and uh i think that that's where we've also you know they see what we do and it's it's a little different I mm-hmm. guess. but those guys I, I got all the respect for them because they've i mean there's a lot of money Oh, stuck God. into, those, into yeah. those machines. Yeah, we had Jack and his uh, son on the show here just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I tell you what, Heather McDonald's in the studio today. We've got Steve Nordrum. We've got Corey Palm. They are Western Renegade wingless sprint car drivers. Heather, of course, uh, helping me out today, and I sure appreciate it. Uh, but we're going to take a little break here. Uh, let's hear something from Muskox, okay? Hey, if you move snow with a skid steer, you've got to see the muskox difference. A patented back drag feature allows operators to blow snow while back dragging in front of obstructions. You know, garage doors, siding, and fire hydrants. Now this saves time and money while lowering injury risk by decreasing manual labor. The optional dual logger, called the dually, helps the operator eat through big snowfalls, ice-crusted snow, and blow more snow while back dragging. And the glide plate, it allows you to glide over grass and gravel without ripping up the off surfaces. Subsequently, create an instant torque of the lower cutting edge to break up snow and ice to better expose hard surfaces. See the muskox difference. Go to muskox.com or Facebook at muskox snowblowers or call 218-288-1905. See the difference for yourself. It's the muskox difference. I didn't have to buzz in. Whoa, was that loud? You know, life doesn't seem to ever slow down. Just like when you go get your oil change, right? Everything needs to be done right now. Well, I tell you what, head on over to Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Most are done within about 15 minutes. In fact, I was there yesterday. Now, while I was there, they topped off my fluids. They checked my tires, my battery, my lights, my wipers, my cabin air filter, all that kind of stuff. And I got a discount because I said I heard this on Grand Fork's Best Source. So right off the bat, they knocked 10 bucks off my oil change. How about that? Also going to get discounts for fleets. And if you're in the military, they'll give you a discount for that, too. Tell you what, they're open Monday through Saturday. No appointment needed. Pickup and deliveries available in Grand Forks, too. Valvoline Instant Oil Change for a oil change and more. 3325 South 38th Street. Or you can call them up, 701-780-8462. Make sure you tell them Grand Forks Best Source sent you, all right? Um... That's a lot of running. I'm out of breath. <laughs> oh, oh. I have. So I have a question, you know, going back to the, the NOSA thing for you two guys. Now that you guys have been running, you guys are getting to be pretty much seasoned wingless drivers. Is there any aspiration to ever move up into the NOSA and do that full time? Uh, for me, financially, it doesn't make sense. Um, and in the age our kids are at, uh, we have a lot of, a lot of activities with the kids. Mm. Um, f- for me, I'm comfortable where we're at. We're having fun. Um, 
and we can afford to have fun. So. Okay. I'll probably race more with them, but not make the jump. I mean, I may race a few more races with them, um, but I'm not planning on completely switching at all. Those are good answers. I was wondering about that, too, because yeah. now, what do they got, 305s in Fargo? They do, yeah. And and I don't know how that is going. Um, uh, well, but- I, I think they got, like, four or five consistent 305 drivers, but um, kind of talking to some other promoters that have wanted to bring them in, it's been kind of a, a battle, to my understanding, mm-hmm. you know, and it's... And I, I don't know what, what the hang-up is, to my understanding. It was in... It was IMC. It was having a hang up on it, so oh. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But if you want to grow the class, you got to make, you got to make a move. So okay, um, I don't know. Did uh, any of you guys get to see that best of twenty twenty two Dirty Thursday that Katie put together for us? Did you guys get to see that? If you haven't, make sure you check that out. The reason I brought that up is uh, Cody Quarles just texted, said, "What's up, Grab Forks? Best source. The California SGR guys are watching you guys while waiting." For the Chili Bowl to start. So they're down having a good time. I wish I was down there, too. You ever been to the Chili Bowl? You know, we were just talking. I've never been there, and we were talking about it. And I said, and I said, you know what? I have really no aspiration to oh, go. Oh, I'd love to go. Um, we, we had actually, we've been really tuned in to the Wild West Shootout. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep, yep. And uh, so, you know, we after the Wild West Shootout last night, we tuned into the chili bowl and it was like right after that wreck so you know we're like what's going on so it took a long time for us to figure out like what happened um you know maybe go you know just for the experience but i mean it's it's not on the top 10 of the bucket list okay yeah i've had three races on my bucket list Uh, i've never been to the knoxville nationals no i want to do that yeah i've never been to the chili bowl and I'd never been to the Daytona 500. I so I knocked the Daytona, Daytona 500 yeah. off the list last yeah. year. Yeah. And now I'm, I keep thinking about Talladega. So <laughs> my sister lives like a couple hours away from Talladega's racetrack. So I'd like to go. I want to go to the Daytona 500. My other half does not want to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's fun. It's a yeah, lot of fun. I know there's a big group from Devil's Lake going. And I'm like, yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, I think. I am at a petering around an ice rink every single weekend of February. Sure, so sure. we are we are I'm literally on the road every single weekend next yeah. month. So it, I, I tell you gonna, what, it's, it's it doesn't financially work. Yeah, <laughs> for all the people that are there, we happen to look down the same aisle we're sitting in, and there's people we know from Manville. That were right there. So that was pretty cool. I want to uh, go to Bristol. I want to go. That to, would be a good one. I want to go to Bristol. I want to go to a Bristol dirt race, though. So. Mm, yeah. Uh, Cody says 2021 Minkota Week Championship winner is racing tomorrow in the Chili Bowl. Uh, Billy Schletter's watching. Uh, everybody's watching. And thank you guys for uh, tuning in. All right. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, Rookie of the Year 2021. Um. I've looked for points, things like that. You guys don't run for points. Rookie of the year, though, um, it's got to feel pretty good. Yeah, it did. Um, we we had, you know, average expectations going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't turned any laps in a sprint car. Um, I actually drove Corey's car at the arriving drive the, the previous fall. Uh, I already had a car at that point, mm-hmm. but um, we did it, did it anyway. Um, yeah, I, overall, I'd say, I, I mean, we were pleased. Yeah, it definitely. Then we look over at you, 2021 Ironman Award. I don't, what's the Ironman Award? So basically the Ironman Award is 
the guy who has the most races in. Okay, okay, guy going all over the place. Also, I think I only missed uh, two races that year. Oh, and wrecked cars, sick, hurt. Uh, I was gone family. for one of them, and we were in the field for the other one. Okay, okay, uh, and then um, also most improved driver, twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. Uh, we made the, I made this comment to you earlier. Were you that crappy? Where you keep getting better, most improved every year, or what? You know, when you don't, when you when you've never raced before, you got to go somewhere. Well, exactly. You so, can't go down, really. Right, right. You just got to go up, and that's uh. So this year, this year, the goal is the is the three peat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that means you're getting better, and I, I guess that's all that matters. I remember one time Corey got a flat, and he had to take it into the infield, and he was so mad. <laughs> He was mad. You could like, you could just see. I mean, he was very, you know, his arms are flying. He was just not happy. And then, I don't know, somebody came over the official radio. He is not happy with that flat tire right now. Well, he was thinking. He I'm- wanted to keep going. And they're like, dude, you have a flat tire. Yeah, this is going to really hurt me from getting most improved driver this year. But that, I mean, that was like his rookie year. It was like one of his, it was probably mid-season and he had a flat and he, you know, and he couldn't figure out why he couldn't go anywhere. And mm-hmm. You were like, dude, you got a flat. Uh, hey, Jeff Borgen's watching the show. Uh, Travis Strandell, all you guys, thanks for watching. Let's um, let's let's throw some pictures up here. And I tell you what, we're going to throw some pictures up here, and uh, you guys can just explain to what we're looking at here. We'll just go through them all, Dale, if you would. Get my head out of the way. So that is a picture of my pit crew. Um, those are that's all my girls except for one. Uh, our oldest is not in that picture, but. Uh, both of the, the two oldest in there have been in a car, have laps in a sprint car. Wow. And they actually have a, uh, their car is sitting in the shop right now being built for next year. <laughs> so that is actually my first ever award of any sort in a, in a race car, um, the box car, when Jory had uh, quick time. Um, for us up in Devil's Lake the one night. And so that was actually like my first ever uh, award for anything in a, in a race car. So that's my better half. That's my wife, Stacy. Um, she tries to make it to all the races. Uh, unfortunately, her schedule and my schedule um, don't always match, so she tries to make it to all of them. But that, that's where we, how we spend our weekends. This is actually the night that, uh, as you can see in the back, Eric um, wrecked his car at the River City Speedways when he went end over end. And it was probably just after that picture was taken, actually, uh, during the feature. So I put this one in there just because this is at River Speedways 2. This is my first ever podium finish. not very often that guys are really excited to be teched, but I was really excited to be teched that night. <laughs> oh, wow. Heck yeah. uh, that would be Olivia. Um, she is kind of my, my go-to. She is at every race. Um, that's my second youngest daughter. Um, but she is the one that uh, is probably really going to jump in the car whenever I decide to, to get out of it. Um, well, there's our fearless leader out front, uh, as many pictures, but uh, <laughs> right above Dusty Lawson. I mean, this is uh, actually up in Minot. It's just a really good representation of, of, you know, when we go up there to race or when we're racing everywhere else, 
how clean we race. And there was there was a lot of other pictures that I probably could have put in. Um, just the we leave each other room. It's a it's a totally different ball game. It's mm-hmm. not a, it's not a bodied car. No, right. So this is me chasing my brother, uh, as we talked about um, up in Minot, actually. Um, that is my brother's car and, and my car, but uh, he's got he's got more feature wins than me. He's got uh, I don't know if he's got uh, more heat wins than me, but he's definitely got more feature wins. What? <laughs> Where's that would, mine? That would be my <laughs> oldest. One? Right. Yeah. There you go. That this would be my oldest daughter. Um, she was the first one to jump in a into the sprint car um and so this is they all love to be in it oh there you went around to get heather a beer so okay <laughs> i'm wondering are we gonna see steve in any of these pictures mm, i don't think so <laughs> so this is probably one of my my favorite pictures uh, this actually pick. this actually was from the north dakota nationals last year um as a motor builder, so I build these five threes for all oh, the guys. Okay. Um, and this picture depicts, you know, everybody says, well, these cars don't have any power. Well, uh, this picture says otherwise. When you can see the right rear starting to fold. You can see the front end off the ground. Yep. Yep. And uh, so this was actually um, the, fa- the second fastest lap for the North Dakota Nationals. This is what the, this was during qualifying. Um, Everything went downhill from there. I had really good qualifying, and, uh, yeah, everything went bad from then on. <laughs> What's it cost for you to build a motor? Um, you know, anywhere from just depends on how much we've got everything from your, what we would call a budget motor, mm-hmm. probably, you know, race ready, 4000 bucks, oh. all the way up to six, 7000 Oh, okay. Um, Dusty Lawson says, Corey builds a strong running LS. Yeah. So all of all of the Lawsons that they've all got my motors in them. Mm-hmm. So and then you also build the motor plates and all that stuff, right? Yep. Yeah. Because I know we've gotten some parts from you. Yeah. How'd you get into building motors? I've I mean, always, were you always I've, a, a wrench head or what? Yeah, I, I, I'm a farm kid. Yeah. Oh, so sure, sure. I, I love building, and, and this was just kind of a fit mm-hmm. for me. I mean, sure. I like doing it. Um, we, uh, Steve, there's no pictures of you. What the hell? Uh, I, I did send the one in for your background. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, uh, okay. Did, did we show it? It's, it's uh, been up the whole time. Oh, okay. oh that was the one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I think I did send one other one. I'll try and find it. Do you have All the right. video of, uh, of Little Shooter over here right, with your car? In your I car? I don't know. Corey probably does. Corey actually sent me a picture of me push starting him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he sent that in or not. We'll have to take a look. Maybe we'll be able to get this on there. I can. I'll do it quick, like here. Okay. Um, I can. Uh, I forgot what I, I can elaborate say. on that a little bit. Um, my son Cameron, um, kinda, he knows his way around a sprint car pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten years old at the time, and uh, the one day, uh, my wife and daughter went to town for something. We live out of town a little mm-hmm. ways, and we were. I told him. I said, "We got to get the car inside." I said. Uh, you want to start it? And he kind of gave me a look and thought about it a little bit. So I pushed, started him in the yard uh, at home, and he did really good. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect first time. So we did that a couple times, and then he said, Dad, I kind of really want to drive that thing. 
And uh, I said, well, I'll talk to Nolan this weekend, you know, the weekend of the Nationals, mm-hmm. and ask him if Sunday morning we could just see if he can get some laps. And yeah. I, I talked to Nolan, and he said, yeah, be out early because we're going to do track prep starting about 9. So we went out about 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, he wore my brother's fire suit because my brother's about half the size of me. Uh-huh. Uh, we had to put a, a boat seat cushion under the seat. Yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, he turned about uh, around 20 laps. My son. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep, about 20 laps. Uh, did real well. I, I was that was one of my uh, proud dad moments for yeah. sure. Hey, kid, come up here. <laughs> Cameron is come his on. name. Cameron, come on up here. Put the microphone up there. How you doing, man? Good. Good. Get right up there, close. How old are you? Eleven. Eleven. What do you think about sprint car driving? You gonna end up driving one of these things? You gonna race later on in life? I don't know. Would you like to? Sometimes, but I like wrenching better. Do you? Not too many people say that, and you know how many... We need more people like you. We need way more people like you. What'd you think about uh, tooling around in your dad's sprint car? It was fun. Yeah? Do you drive anything else? Mm. I mean, does he, does he let you drive his pickup or anything? Yeah. He does, <laughs> huh? In the country, right? Not in town? Mm-mm. No? Okay. All right. Hey, thanks. I can't wait to talk to you again this summer at the racetrack, man. All right. All we right. Had, we actually tried a cart for him a couple of years ago. Um, didn't it just didn't suit his fancy? Yeah, it uh, does. It's not. They're it's not, not for, for everybody. everybody. It's not for everybody, and I wasn't going to push him. Nope. Uh, yeah. He doesn't want. Nope. You can't. You can't. Uh, on the flip side, my daughter is all about it, and I think that's where we're headed with her this year. Yeah. So yeah. We still have oh, the cart, that so. that that makes me excited. We we tried with my girls. Well, Berkeley wasn't tall enough to reach the pedals. And Aubrey could not handle that motor, like, right next to her head. She couldn't stand the noise. So it was an epic fail. Yeah, yeah. It's not for everybody. No. I mean, even Mark Dobmeyer's kids, you would think, okay, they're going to race. Well, the one kid after one year said, Dad, I think I'm going to retire. <laughs> Mark's like, okay, fine. Well, now he's talking about he might get back into it again. But um, is this the picture we were looking for? Yep, yep. That's him in the car, me push starting. Wow. Wow. Um, I think actually Corey was doing some lap times. He sent that picture, uh, a screenshot of the lap times that he had taken. Uh, he was running 19 second laps, wow. which I would say, I don't know for sure. I'd say it's comparative to a pure stock in Devil's Lake. Sure. Sure. Um, I, I can't say for sure. 16.92 is kind of the average that I kind of see. Right about the, 17. Yeah. 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 So He's not far off the mark. No, and and for and for you know a ten eleven year old kid, that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty in a on an unprepared track. That's it, pretty well, dang good. I, yeah. I told him you can give it a little throttle down the straightaway, but not through the corner. Yeah, and that, that, I mean, and that's crazy because we've had plenty of go kart racers in here. Uh, we've never had a kid that age that's been tooling around in a full size sprint car. His his very first lap was twenty two point five eight seconds. The last lap that he did, he was down to nineteen points. Wow! Wow, that's a heck of a heck of a difference. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Lisa says Corey is the biggest help in the pits to everyone. He has bent over backwards to help so many guys. Again, getting back to the whole family thing, it's kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it's really nice to be known for winning races, but it's also really nice to be known for the other parts of racing everybody you know right away all they look at is victory lane they don't realize all the other crap that goes on um 
some guy's loss is another guy's victory when you think about it. Uh, you know, never been in a race car before you start racing. You guys know how this all works. Uh, still looking for a winner, by the way, for a pair of tickets uh, to the River Cinema 15. All you got to do is text me 701-213-0863 and say, I want those tickets. I'll have them for you. We got all these people that are texting in, and not one of them has said they want movie tickets. So there we go. I, I, will I guess say, I get to take them then, huh? You might. I will say this, though. When we get out on the track, it's all serious. Oh, sure it is. <laughs> we are very, sure it is. We're a very, very competitive group. And uh, but yeah, once we get back to the pits, it's it's a totally different. And, and you know, I I compare this a lot to uh, I catfish, you know, competitively. Um, everybody will help you when you first start until you start beating them, <laughs> and then they'll help you, but only to a point. You know, it's like, hey, um, can you borrow me a tire? That might be different than hey, how are you setting up tonight? Then it's like. It's none of your business, <laughs> you know. I'll, I'll give you all the hints you want, but once you start beating me, I think you can figure it out on your own. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel we were, we're really that way as a group. I mm-hmm. mean, if it doesn't matter to me, uh, anybody up and down the pit area come and ask me what I think, or or if I have a part or anything. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know? I'll tell them anything. Not that I know anything about a sprint car, sure, um, but uh, I'm willing to help. Uh, you know. So when you guys are running. You know, I've I've talked to well Jack in the last Croker in the last couple of weeks, uh, Dob Meyer. Um, you run into these guys; they're ordering new chassis all the time. You guys can you don't have to have brand new stuff, do you? Or you do you prefer to? Are you can you run a chassis that's say ten years old? Mine's uh, a, mine's a two thousand six. Okay, well, My, mine was a two thousand four. Um, so these I, are twenty five year old cars or fifteen yeah. sixteen year old cars. I My, did, I did actually end up. I upgraded a little bit. I uh, upgraded to a 15 now. Okay. Chassis, but, um, so eight years old, yeah? yeah uh, and God, what I cannot I, believe that, that it's eight years old already. What, what I guess what I like about the class, too, is um, we can get by with maybe not subpar to call it, um, but as far as like a rear end or something, mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't make the horsepower to break them. Sure, sure. Um, our stuff lasts a long time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we can get it, you know, for a... a pretty reasonable cost you know i've I've talked to some of these nosa guys where the few times that they offer the uh start of the back to go to the front for an extra thousand dollars well to the point now where these guys are like i'm not going to do it because even if i win that extra thousand it's going to cost me 2200 for a new rear end or 2500 it's not worth it but that that's something that would be pretty cool for you guys yeah we actually have done it a couple times with a few of the drivers yeah did any of you guys take the challenge uh, I've never been offered. Yeah, <laughs> never been offered. I think Adam Soblix. Yeah, Adam. Adam well, he's probably he only missed one. it by one spot. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Wow. But, yeah, Adam. He, you know, he, you can tell that he's still young and he's fearless. Yeah. He hasn't had that big wreck yet. Yeah, yeah, and that that'll do it. Yeah, and that, I think those big wrecks kind of make you a little gun shy the first the first time i yep. don't you know it seems like you know after you have that big wreck it takes you a long time to kind oh, of sure build your yep. build your confidence back up because those big wrecks they're kind of yeah. they're kind of hard on the old ego uh nolan says this is a 2003 from donnie shots yeah actually well yep it was came we bought it from danny wisco i don't know if you remember danny mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so we bought we bought the car from danny and um danny got it from donnie shots and then uh 
Uh, we bought the car that he junked. Uh, he actually bought that day from Stan Tomlinson. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, what else got here? Travis Strandell raced a few times with the non-wing guys. They are a very welcoming group. It's a pleasure to race against guys like Steve and Corey. Uh, Brennan, uh, Brennan says, if it wasn't for Steve and Corey, I would have never gotten into a sprint and sure wouldn't have finished the season. Both great guys along with the rest of the Renegade group. It's always good to hear that stuff. Did it seem like it took a little while for people to kind of warm up to these wingless guys, to the wingless sprints? Because, I mean, let's face it, if you're going to come to River City Speedway, we're used to seeing this. You know, they're used to seeing that. All of a sudden, you guys come along. And I'll, I'll admit, the first year, you got, everybody was in the feeling out stage at that time. But you guys have consistently picked it up every season since the first time I watched you, where it's to the point now where it's like, I can't wait till they come back up here. It, was it hard for people to kind of grasp this or, or, or welcome you, or did it take time, or do you think, nah, we're, we're right. It's racing, racing. I mean, I could watch two kids race tricycles around their driveway. I'll stop and watch if they're racing. I mean, that's just the way I am. It's like, squirrel! You know, <laughs> it, it's... Did it, did it seem like it took a while for people to warm up to you guys? I think for, for most people, it's something different, you know. Um, I, I don't know. It, the fan base has gotten pretty supportive, I would say. Uh, a lot of people following Miles' Facebook uh, as far as, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Renegade stuff. Um, I don't know. Uh, we put on a good show night in, night out, I would say. And that that helps sell the product sure. too. So. Have you had the big the big one, the bad wreck? Not in a sprint car. Not in a sprint car. Mm-hmm. Um, what about your best night? Can you name one in a sprint car? Uh, it wasn't my best night. It was push start and my son. Well, hey, I, I like the different thoughts there. Yeah. Um, you got to have kids to know about this, and we all know about that. How about you? Have you had the bad one? Yeah, I Tell had us mine. About it. I had mine in, like I said, uh, McLean County Speedway. Uh, according to the uh, according to the GoPro, uh, I was doing eighty four miles an hour into the corner when she let loose, and I went tumbling off of corner one. That was a busted spindle. Yep. Ring yep. your ring your bell a little bit. It wa- yes and no. It I think four barrel rolls. Okay, so it wasn't horrible. Yeah. But Endover, I, do you have it on video? There is video of there out of it, it, of it out there. It's yes. pretty cool to see it, afterwards, it is. isn't it? It is, <laughs> it is, and and to, and you know, you talk about being scared. I think it actually made me faster. Yeah, yeah. Because now it's out of the way. Okay, now what about the other half in your life when they see a wreck like that? Uh, how was that when you get home? Um, very nerve wracking, especially when she's not at the racetrack. Uh huh. Uh huh. So did she have any idea? Uh, yeah, she was actually there that night. Okay. Yep. Yep. But I mean, I've gotten into Rex up in, up in Devil's Lake where she's been watching and, and then it's the suspense and, mm-hmm. and she's just waiting for a text from, you know, a family member or whatever. Sure. That sure. Corey's okay or yep. you know, Brandon's yep. okay, whatever. Um, if I remember this right, uh, when Dobmeyer got hurt, um, he's always had a thing because his family will usually stream the races from back home and. His thing is always to take the helmet off right away. Then they, the kids and the wife know. And, and um, if I remember this right, and hopefully this is right, um, he didn't. Mm-hmm. And the one son was freaking out because he knew he should have been taking it off. And all kind of went downhill from there. But um, 
I, I'm just glad. I mean, these cars are built very safely, and, and that's a good thing. Schedule next year. Have you guys got your schedule figured out? Um, how many tracks are you going to be hitting? How many races? Um, Miles usually puts together a 30-race season for us. Wow. That's where he caps it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he feels that's comfortable for, sure. you know, uh, that way most guys can get to half to two-thirds of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're obviously Devil's Lake for a fair amount of shows. Yep. River Ten. City. Ten. Oh, okay. wow. Um, River Cities will be there uh, four times this year. Okay. Uh, we're actually the support series for the IRA weekend. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. Um, Dickinson will be in, Southwest Speedway, uh, Minot, um, Nodak Speedway, and uh, McLean County Speedway in Underwood. So is the IRA gig, is that a two-day show? Yes. I believe so. Okay, so you guys will spend the night. Okay, okay. Um, Your schedule, kind of the same, or do you hit as many as you can? I try to hit as many as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this year might be a little different with the business expanding, things like that, so I might not be able to get to the tracks like I want to. Uh Um, But uh, we're also looking at if I can't get there, putting somebody else in the car. Sure, sure. Um, I know a guy that would love the hot lap at... You know, uh, I've always drink too we, much beer. We, well, you know, I'm sure Lori can say, "Hey, you don't get to drink today." Yeah, until, I, until you start announcing. I, I've been op, I've been offered chances to hot lap cars, and I always say no because I'm one of those guys. I'm a I'm a firm believer in Murphy's law. If something's going to break. You had a spindle break. Something's going to break. It's going to happen when I'm in your car, and I'm going to pile it up into the wall and go, "Hey, sorry, dude," <laughs> and then walk away. I, I I couldn't do I couldn't do anything like that. John, you know how to wrench on a car, so a little bit. Yeah, sprinklers are way easier to wrench on than a modified. Oh, I know they are. It's 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 stupid how easy they are, and it, like coming from you know the modified late mm-hmm. model household mm-hmm. to the sprint car household, I'm like, why is this so easy? Mm-hmm. Do you guys? I mean, you could probably attest to this. You know, racing supers and peers and modifieds. It's yeah. it's way easier. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing for me. What I notice is uh, any type of B-Mod, super stock, it, you always need an update. You always need the latest mm-hmm. update. You always mm-hmm. need the latest update. Uh, sprint car technology, chassis-wise, hasn't changed a lot in quite some time. Sure, right. Uh, it makes it easy. Uh, adjustments are easy. Uh, your baseline setup's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're fun to drive, handful to drive, but yeah. Nolan says... 12, possibly 13 shows. I don't know what that meant. Does that mean he's going to race 12, possibly 13 shows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought there was about 12 on the schedule. Yeah. I okay. well, like, oh, maybe you know, he's talking about I, Devil's Lake. Maybe. I don't know what the schedule looks like yet mm-hmm. because, like, there's so many, you know, dot, 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 question mark, sure, question mark, sure. question marks. Cause, TBA. Like, yeah, because so many, like, other traveling series and... You know, and so many other tracks, you know, we're trying to coordinate everything. And, yeah, it's 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 getting a little, you know, what we're, it's what, the 12th of January now? Uh, what is it? I think. 12th? Yeah. Yeah, it's the 12th. Yeah, yeah it is. Tomorrow's Friday Already? the 13th. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God, you shouldn't have said that. That's bad it's, luck. No, it's not, because my oldest niece was born on Friday, January 13th, Friday the 13th. One year, there was two Friday the 13th in one year. I broke my arm, both of them. Had my cast just, off. Probably just stay home. I know. I know. My <laughs> wife says I have to wear a hockey helmet to take a shower. Do you have a black cat? No, I don't. 
All three of them. None of them are black. Uh, Nolan says wingless in Detroit Lakes or in Devil's Lakes. So that means 12, possibly 13 shows. Okay. Uh, a dozen times for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad to know he knows. You know, Somebody's got to be up nice on this. Ha- it'd be nice to have a memo once in a while there. <laughs> I guess I didn't wake Nolan up out of bed to find. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> You know, yes, I'm usually up. Just are, give me a phone call because I don't always hear my text messages. I, I know. And, or and, I think it's an email and I ignore it. And see, I'm one of those guys, Heather, that I would rather have a text because I get phone calls. It never fails, usually at like 11.02. Well, my yeah. phone will start ringing and it's like, you know, I'm trying to shut off the... But I know you've called me at like 7.10. Because I knew you were up. Yep, because I was at the rink. Yep, yep. Because I've, I've taken your phone calls at the rink, so I know you know how to dial. I do. I, know. <laughs> I was kind of scared. I mean, hey, can you come down here in an hour and a half and help me with this show? Hey, I got here. You did, and I, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I want to ask, who helps you? And I'm going to ask you both this, guys. Uh, who helps you on the car? Uh. For me, it's it's mainly me and the wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We we do most of the weekly stuff and at the track. Um, one of my brothers gives a hand off and on, but uh, for the most part, it's just just us. Okay, now you say you're going to race on a Saturday night. Uh, you're done racing. Tell me how. Go through your work week on the car afterwards. Is there a lot of prep work? Is there a lot of maintenance to do on these cars compared to like a B mod or a late model? Uh, we don't have to pound tin out every week. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that a plus. Um, <laughs> so, so you don't have of, too many rubber hammers. hammers. <laughs> yeah, the amount of hammers you need is, is substantially less. Uh, we we basically go through. We change oil every four nights. Mm-hmm. You know, um, kind of nut and bolt everything once a week. Uh, other than that, wash it and stuff it back in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. So, so not so bad. No, uh, I mean obviously, like a four ten, you have a lot of engine, oh sure engine sure. stuff. Uh, Corey can attest to this too. Uh, for I can only speak on the LS side mm-hmm. for what we run, but uh, you you pretty much change oil and, and go. Yeah, so. who helps you? Family. Yep. It's all family. Uh, I've, I've also got a couple guys that come in. Colton comes in and, and helps me every now and then. Um, but basically, it's my kids. Yeah, you know Olivia and Jaden. They do. You know Jaden. Her thing is the tires, and Olivia's is is making sure that everything else is ready. Now, are they like the oh dad really, or are they like? Dad, come on! We got to get this car ready. Um, they're they're like, well, when's the weekend coming? Because they mm-hmm. they look forward to the weekend. They don't sure. necessarily like working on the car. No, they're going to be the ones that they just want to get it in and drive. Yeah, <laughs> I would say Olivia's more. She'll wrench a little bit more, yep. probably more than J- than Jane did. Will, yep. but you know, but they're two different personality kids. Oh yeah, by far. Two different personality kids. Got the yin and the yang, huh? Yep. Travis yep. Strandell says, I know a guy, Corey, if you ever need a driver. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is a good kid. So um, I have a question. Do you guys have any superstitions? Oh, good as question. Far, as, good far, question. As, far, as far as racing, like if this this is a superstitious, you know, like you just won't do, like I know Ryan Ajo is tomatoes. There's no tomatoes in his like they don't eat tomatoes on race day. You don't bring a banana in my boat, right? And like Nolan's is he doesn't wash the car. Like okay. that is his superstition. I myself don't. No, nothing, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Don't wear the same underwear all year. No, nope. same socks. No, nope. none of that stuff. No. Nope. Uh, everybody always told me because I have I have a green car, and everybody always says, "Well, that's bad luck." And that I'm like, used no, to be. Yeah, it, that's not the case. But uh, no, I really don't. Other than the fact that I've learned now that. 
I drive better when my crew or my girls or when somebody else is working on the car, when I can focus on racing mm-hmm. and just relax, I drive the car better. And, you know, you walk around and you see these NOSA guys, you know, they're either sitting in their hauler or they're putting tear-offs on their helmet or they're walking around and mingling with people. They've got four or five guys working on their car. You guys don't have that luxury. Nope. If there's anything to do, I do it. Yeah, right. Sure. Um, Sponsors. Big part of the game. You guys want to race. You got to have the sponsors. It's funny how they they talk. Did you bring your notes before we go on? Because uh, everybody needs them. But um, fire off some sponsors. Put me on the spot first. Well, I don't. I don't need a cheat sheet. Okay, go oh. ahead. You can go. <laughs> uh, company I work for, Clements Root Plumbing and Heating out of Devil's Lake. Uh, they've helped me the last few years. Been really good. Uh, TJB Construction. Travis has been awesome. Um, Extreme Signs and Graphics does our car for us. Um, Howler Electric come on board last year. They've been That's really my good. Neighbor. They're returning this year. <laughs> um, 4K Mobile DJ is returning next year again. And uh, Corey helps us out, too, Pro-Egg Solutions. So you had to take the day off today to come in here. We're actually going from here to Sioux Falls. We're going to take in the swap meet this weekend in Sioux Falls. Oh, okay. So okay. We'll so a weekend of it. Okay. And, and, and how about you? Uh, sponsors, and did you take today off? Uh, well, I, uh, so I own Pro-Egg Solutions, and, uh, yeah, I guess my, my day never – I don't have a day off. Okay. Um, but uh, as far as sponsors go, Dynamic Auto Solutions – um, Adam Minot, Adam Goff, he's been with me since day one. He, he's pushed me to, to be a better racer. Uh, Schaefer's Mo- Racing Oil, uh, West Dakota Lumber out of Hazen, uh, Mission Mountain Retrievers, Darn TV, Sheet Metal Specialties, Mason Aaron's Racing Videos, uh, TCB Speed North, uh, Dakota Customs, Making Creations, Stein Seed Company, uh, Black Diamond Optics, and uh, Pro Egg are, oh. my, are my big ones. Yeah. Wow. How about you? Oh, crap. <laughs> uh, oh, crap. <laughs> Mahala Building Center, uh, Farmers <laughs> Union Oil, Drum Wholesale, NDTC. You, you know, Brecky Aviation. Brecky Aviation. Oh, yeah. it, it, since you made the trip today, too, um, what's going on at Devil's Egg Speedway? I know you guys have incredible food. Here's a chance for you to plug whatever you want to plug, Heather. Hey, you know what? We've been crazy busy. That's good. Yeah, well, you know, December sucked, but it stormed every sure every, every other day. Of December, yep. yeah. Yep. You know, and if I never have to see the snowplow come out ever again, I would be happy because when you guys, we had to make a new road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and then the road grader came through, and he never goes like makes the turn because mm-hmm. that's not his responsibility. He tried, and he must have got stuck or what. Uh. He backed up, and I'm like, okay. So then Eugene went out and he took the bobcat and he, now we have two roads. We have oh. a fast lane and a slow lane. Nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, seafood Friday and we'll start prime rib up again on Saturday. We kind of took a little mm. break from it just mm-hmm. because of the way the holidays sure. roped in. Um, I think I'm marking the next two weekends. I got to get a road trip in. Absolutely. My wife's having surgery Monday, so it's my next you couple do, weeks. You, you, better, you better take her out for a good dinner. After surgery, I will. No, before I can't. Dinner. I can't. It's Monday, and I got company coming tonight. They're going to oh, be there all. We'll bring we already with. got all kinds of crap. Anyways, going on. but you know, fishing. The fishing on Devil's Lake is heating up, mm-hmm. so we're getting that big ice fishing crowd in right now. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. You deal with snow. Uh, 
snowplow came by on Highway 2 of my house, and the wave of snow that he pushed when he was flying down Highway 2 completely snapped our mailbox post off at the ground. So I come home from work, and I got three mailboxes laying in the middle of my driveway connected to a post. <laughs> so you know, so now I... there's three mailboxes connected to a post in a green five-gallon bucket full of concrete. <laughs> so I sub sub a mail route. Okay. You would not believe how many of my customers on my route have taken out their own mailboxes. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I believe yeah, it. Yeah, it's like you pull up there and they're like, where the hell did their mailbox go? Yeah, yeah. Now what am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> so you're not heading down to the swap meet? Nope. Nope. Um, I'm going to head back west. Okay. And, and what is there something you're looking for? No, we've kind of just made it an annual event. Yeah, uh, just kind of window shopping, huh? Yeah, yeah um, there's a, a gentleman that runs a, a sprint car store, uh, Greg Gunderson, down in okay, just, yep. just on the yep. suburb, I guess, or whatever of Sioux Falls, and he uh, has anything and everything. Nice. So if there's anything we're short on, we go to the swap meet first, take a look, and uh, can't find anything, we'll head over there and pick up what we need. You know, one thing I will admit to you guys about Dirty Thursdays that I really love, it's when I finally get to meet and talk to guys like you. Um, you know, just me, I'm, I'm here all the time at River Cities. A uh, few times I get to go to Devil's Lake and, you know, or Greenbush or, or Glendon or whatever, but most of the times it's just a helmet and a number. And so you only have so much time before you got to go to work, so you can't stop and talk to everybody, and especially if you don't know them. But this whole Dirty Thursday thing has just opened up so many new avenues for me because I actually get to talk to you guys. I get to find out what you're like. I get to see what the hell you look like. Um, actually, when you were sitting out there, I thought you were a friend of mine. And then I thought, he's got that look on his face like he's waiting over. Because I, I don't think I've ever talked to you guys. I, I don't know. Um, and, and that's one of the things I really, really enjoy about this show is uh, getting to meet you guys personally. Speaking Anything- of swap meets, don't... Doesn't Palm Racing do a swap meet? I don't think we're going to do it this year. Okay. Just because of scheduling conflicts and things like that. The sure. last I knew, it wasn't going to happen. Okay. Anything else you want to add? No. <laughs> you were thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking, but I don't have anything at the now, tip of my tongue now, yet. I'll probably get a text and say, no, that's not correct. But Yeah, isn't that funny? It always works out right when we shut the show down. <laughs> yeah, you get about eight texts. Oh, by the way. And it's oh. like too late. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up. Sounds you good. You guys, um, I, I, I honestly kind of feel bad. I mean, you all drove a long way. You were on your way. <laughs> you came from damn Bismarck. You came from Devil's Lake. I came from bed. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It, it, it's... And by the way, we live in Doyen. Doyen, okay. Doyen. <laughs> Doyen is one of those words like moist. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I don't know. I have a hard time saying Doyen. I don't know why. Anyway. I, I don't mind driving because we're we're supporting the the brand our, the brand the series mm-hmm. sure you know we want guys to come out we want to get new drivers I mean that's that's the ultimate goal by I would I would be sh- safe to say that the Renegades are the fastest growing class in oh the state hands of North down Dakota. I I agree I mean just it's, from it, what it's I've getting, seen it's getting old retired racers like Steve mm-hmm. back back into racing when is your brother gonna get him on. I don't know. He's on the fence, up and oh, down. Oh, come on, Brian. <laughs> I mean, look at Kim Young. Yeah. I mean, older, retired race car driver, all of a sudden, he's coming back. You know, and like T. Young, he was the biggest yeah. hater. Like, he, he, <laughs> he was hating pretty good, you know. And 
I no, watched he, him get out of the car, and it, I mean, it's yeah. like the biggest smile yeah. <laughs> I've ever seen on T. Young's face. And he's like, these are kind of fun, you know, and he just progressively, and, you know, I remember when he had to start in the back. Yeah. And, you know, he just moved forward, like, just First like time that. I ever met him was on this show. Oh. You imagine the trip he, I was in for. Is that what he announced his candidacy? <laughs> yes, for yes, it is. And, and we've actually got a ginormous GFBS sticker back there that hopefully is going to go on his kid's wing this coming year. But, awesome. Um, Nolan says big golden hammer race is coming back to DL. Awesome, awesome. You guys, I, I can't thank you enough for coming in. Um, I think what you guys do, I'll, I'll be honest with you, if I wasn't announcing, I would really, really think hard about putting my ass in one of these cars. I really would. Um, I miss racing all the time. Um, I don't because of I'm beat up. But it seems like you guys seem to get in and out of your cars okay every night. Um, I miss the hell out of it. You don't have to be skinny to be in a wingless. You come down and let us know. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll find a car with a seat my car. This yeah. is an yeah. open invitation. Yep. Okay, well, we're going to have to make sure. You don't have to be skinny because you're going to go through the top. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And you don't have to Mark cut. my words. We will get John Roberts there in a car. Well, then we're going to have to put this together way before I get there because I like to drink too much. So, anyway. Um. So, Lori, if you're watching, you're going to have to, like, chain him. Yeah, I'll just nap the whole way there. There you go. Something like that. No. Um, you guys are incredible. I, I can't thank you enough for coming in. Um, I, I want to get more of you renegade drivers on this show, the wingless sprint car guys. Um, like you said, Heather, uh, probably the fastest growing class I'm not going to say just North Dakota, but probably the whole Midwest, upper Midwest anyway. Yeah, I think I think over in northern Minnesota, they're they're having tremendous growth. And I yeah. think I just seen an announcement that they're making another type class, to my understanding. Yeah, so it'll be the, it's kind of a, the, the beginner class. It's a four-cylinder. Oh. Uh, yeah. Beginner yeah, class, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically to, to let the younger ones in. Sure, um, the, them guys coming from carts or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's it's kind of a transition. It's oh, the wow. same car, but sure. it's more. It's got some bumpers on it. Right, right, some, yeah, and yep. not as fast. And yep. oh, that's perfect. That yeah, I is. Think, I think they run late model rear tires. Yep. Off oh, of wow, model. that's even better. Yeah, man, this is this is crazy because we all got to admit this is a time of very much uncertainty in the dirt track racing world. Uh, well, when you think I about think, it, the cost and, yeah, and the prices know, I are. Just, I just you know what November I got I, we were at the Wasota meeting and. It really blows my mind how many promoters are not willing to di- diversify mm-hmm. and to look at different technology. And it's because they're scared of it because they don't know it. Right, and it's right. Like, well, if you Afraid just of the unknown. Sh- yep. If you just shut your mouth and let me teach you. <laughs> well, we, you didn't say that, yeah. did you? <laughs> um, in a roundabout way, I did. But the guy from, because we proposed the 5.3 LS, you know, for the streets and the Midwest mods. Because, I mean, it's... It's a no-brainer. There's millions of them made a mm-hmm. year. Sure. It's, it's, you know, and parts and I, are getting harder well, and another, harder. For- another thing with the LS, and um, I go back to Corey's thing here, uh, the reliability on them is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Corey's over 100 nights on his engine. Wow. Never, never been apart. Yeah. That is crazy. And uh, we don't go easy on them. They're, they're, no, I know. They're upward to 7,000 RPM. Right, right. 100 and nights. So, so we got out of our meeting, you know, and I'm frustrated as usual. And I'm sitting there waiting for the elevator, and the guy from Speedway Motors turns around and says, you're a fucking genius. Boom! And I'm like, why? What, what, what am I such a genius about? And he goes, that 5.3 LS, that is the motor of the future. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
he's like, don't let these old school guys get to you. So, yeah. I mean, when you've got like a representative from Speedway Motors saying, sure. There's time to put things to bed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you can take a 5.3 or you can take a 6.0. Right. And we're building a 6.0 right now up to basically a 4.10. It'll be a 4.08. Wow. Right. Right. There, there's endless possibilities. Sure. You know, and you just kind of sit in these meetings and like, get with the times. Come on now. And, and, it's, <laughs> and it's so much more affordable. And I get, you know, like the engine builders, like that puts them out of business. I'm like, you can diversify your business. Corey's a prime example of diversifying to figure out these motors into making those adjustments to make them last. Well, I tell you what, you can talk about putting uh, motor builders out of business, but um, when you got to bring a motor in every 10 or 11 or 12 races to it's have stupid. freshened up at the cost of 20-some thousand dollars, uh, that gets to be a lot of money. And then uh, we and wonder you, why the sport isn't yeah, going. Yeah, and you talk about a guy that's got 100 races on a motor. Right. I mean, that is crazy. There's uh, only one motor that I've done a refresh on and or that I freshened, and I think it was... 700 bucks probably didn't even need it it didn't really even need it there was mm-hmm. still the, the cross rings in it so wow i mean it's it, it like i said i i've got i think it's 106 nights on mine jeez that is crazy anybody wants to get in to uh one of these renegade wingless sprint cars i tell you what uh, all you got to do is get a hold of us uh, 701-213-0863. I will hook you up with any one of these people here i know a lot of people that could get you going on this thing um and you still have time I mean, it's not like you're putting together a whole team or whatever, but um, what would you say it would take you to put together a car if you from scratch right now? A day. Uh, if you have everything, a couple days. Mm-hmm. Uh, two to three days for a complete novice, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's people out there that I, if I hook them up, I'm sure they would call them and say, you know what, I'm, I want to get into this wingless sprint thing. Could you give me some help? Could you could you steer me? Could you give me some direction? Yep. And I would imagine there's probably a dozen people right now that I could call, and I don't even hardly know them, and they would probably say, hey, I'll, I'll be there. Who do, yep. I, who do I go see? Uh, you guys, thank you. Yep. Thank you for coming in. Heather, thank you so much for coming. Um, I am going to get up to Devil's Lake here soon. Uh, I, <laughs> I love going to Devil's Lake. Steve we're gonna, Nordrum. Um, we're going to have to take you fishing. Okay, I'll, I'll trade you out. You can come up catfishing with me. You take me walleye fishing. I don't How's to that? Touch a catfish. They look yucky. Oh, they're fun. They're fun. You they make Nolan yucky. take it off. Make Nolan take it off the hook. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Nordrum, Corey Palm, Heather McDonald. Thank you guys for coming in today on a dirty Thursday. Uh, gosh, I just I can't wait till next week already. Uh, speaking of next week, by the way, we have got uh, some ice racers coming in. Yeah, that's right. Uh, From the Lake Cameron Ice Racing Association. Uh, It's going to be pretty cool. I can't wait for that, too. Big shout-out to Rumors Sports Bar and Casino for bringing you today's show. Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. If you want to go watch racing, if you want to go watch your favorite sporting event, head on over there. they got like 9,000 TVs in there, all right? Rumors looking to hire a part-time server and cooks, too. You can stop in to find out more. Home of the world-famous Beer Tower, and their food is really good. Yeah, lunch and dinner specials. In fact, I think they've got some of the best mac and cheese you're going to find anywhere. Rumors Sports Bar and Casino, always on board for our Dirty Thursday. Uh, let's see. Make sure to catch the Fork Sports Highway Show. Is that tonight? Tonight at 6.30. Uh, great sports show that if you haven't seen it yet, I guarantee there's no other sports show like this one. You got to tune in at 6.30 tonight. Hey, I'll catch you tomorrow morning, all right? Remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone and become a patron on Podbean. Could win some cool stuff. Grand Cities, what a marvelous place. Grand Fork's best source is giving it an identity again.